And welcome to the News Podcast. I'm Brett. And I'm Jeremy. Jeremy, we were doing episode 173. We took a little time off. Uh, I got sick, uh, got bronchitis, so I wasn't uh, really able to talk that much. And then we've been fighting some, you know, coughs now and then. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so we took some time off and we are back with Vengeance. There are a lot of new uh, releases on streaming services that uh, were sequels. So we're going to tackle those yeah. in the month of April. Normally we do bad movies in the month of April. Right. But we're not going to do that because I'm going to save that for a rainy day. Okay. Yeah. Although it was sort of rain last night. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. It's, but it's not, you know, during the day. It, so. That's true. Uh, 173 is what you're listening to. And we are doing the 2022 Death of... of the, oh, I'm sorry. I can't. See? I've been out of it. <laughs> Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile. the sequel of what some sorts of Murder on the Orient Express. From what? 2016? 2017? Uh, 2017. Was it? it was supposed to come out in 2019. This movie was supposed to come out in 2019. Right. Um, but obviously it was pushed back for a number of reasons. For the pandemic. Then one of its co-stars uh, is disgusting. Yeah. Army Hammer. Admitted to. And uh, admitted to what, doing some things to not aren't really great. Like uh, we, cannibal? Yeah. 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 Well, whatever. We're not yeah. going to get into that. Um, well, we might, but whatever. And uh, time has not uh, healed well for this cast, I yeah. would say. Um, before you got to put yourself back in 2019 when this cast was, uh, was pretty much released. Um, well, of course, Kenneth Brown is back, but you got Annette Benning, Okay. Russell Brand. Mm, yeah. He's not in the news for anything for his YouTube videos about anti-vaxxing. Yeah. Um, we got Don French and, uh, Jennifer Saunders. And then, of course, Army Hammer, which has that controversy for him. Uh, oh, uh, the girl from uh, Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of her name right now. She also was very anti-vaxxy. Yes, she... Uh, which is a shame. Letitia right? Yes, because she was kind of a breakout of the the Black Panther movie. Yeah, she was a... She, was a big, she really... Uh, shined after that one so you would say this time has not been great to this cast right it uh well and does that affect the movie though we're we're going to discuss that and we're going to dissect that and we'll go from there right yeah well and who knows if some of those things would even come to light i'm sure army hammer still would have the army hammer thing was still kind of because that was kind of independent of that but the other things it's kind of independent these were these were things that you know probably weren't discussed on the set of death on the Nile because we weren't going through pandemic right at that point. So who knows? Um, maybe not, you know, and on top of that, like, I know there was some... and on top of that, uh, Saunders in French, they're drunks. <laughs> Gal Gadot. They're absolutely fabulous. Okay. No, only one of them was an absolutely fabulous. I thought they both were. No, the other Saunders one is, uh, was. yeah, Saunders was yeah. the other one is, um, Oh God, what is her name? Don French. Oh, she, uh, she's in um, the Victor, uh, Vicar. 
Don French's, yeah. 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 Yeah, and the Vicar Dibley. Yeah. And other stuff, too, as well. Yes. She pops up. I mean, they're famous Brits, you would say. Yes. So, yeah. My God, why her name is Joanna Lumley. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. For those of... Is your brain okay? Yeah, is your brain okay? <laughs> it is uh, Gal Gadot also had a little controversy herself. Yes, not necessarily to the extent of the others, you would say. Um, I think she but, was almost kind of swept up in the... Because there was a lot of, like, uh, mm-hmm. Israeli army versus the, uh, you know, oppression mm-hmm. of the Palestinians and things like that. And, sure. And people asked her to call it out. And, you mm-hmm. know, she's was, I think, kind of hesitant to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, that, you know, fired people up, too. Right. As as yes. I remember. And yeah. she's so, you know... Uh, and she supported the the yes. military and stuff like that. Not necessarily what they're doing, but yeah. supported the military. Yeah. Because also, of that she, she sexually assaulted a man in Wonder Woman. In 19, Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> Awkward. Took advantage of, of that guy. <laughs> Chris Pine didn't know. Yeah. Oh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Oh, no. Do we have a uh, plot synopsis to this movie? Yes, we do. To this uh, sequel to uh, the... Uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. Belgian sleuth Hercule Poirot's vacation aboard a glamorous river steamer turns into a terrifying search for a murderer when a picture-perfect couple's idyllic honeymoon is tragically cut short. Set against an epic landscape of sweeping Egyptian desert vistas and uh, and the majestic Giza pyramids, this tale of unbridled passion and incapacitating jealousy features a cosmopolitan group of impeccably dressed travelers and enough wicked twists and turns to leave audiences guessing until the final shocking denouement. Shot entirely in in, uh, in London, in Britain. Yeah. So it was they, they were talking about planning on shooting some of it and and uh and uh yeah. My brain's not okay. In Egypt? In Egypt. Gosh. Yeah. Wow. My brain. <laughs> It's mush today. It's yeah. It's really bad. I feel I you. I don't know if it's the weather or what, but I don't know if you people are the same way. But it's just, just feel you know, especially in this movie. This movie was supposed to come out two or three years ago. Yeah. So no wonder we don't know what year it is. Yeah. It's because stuff like this, where it was supposed to come out before the pandemic, and then other stuff happened, and you know, and then the Army Hammer thing. Yeah. And then you know whatnot. I'm, this is seriously one of the reasons why I'm confused. Yeah. Of, like, some people might not even know that this was released. Yeah. But uh, it is streaming. It's on streaming on uh, Hulu, on HBO Max, and I think if you bundled correctly, it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> so you have plenty of opportunity to watch this movie. And um, before we get into it, I'm going to say watch it. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I had a fun time with it. Yeah, I like um, I like Agatha Christie stuff, mm-hmm. um, and and this one like they've from what I understand. So this is mm-hmm. I've not read this book. Okay, which is a bummer because I I really want to like read more of the Poirot stuff, but I just haven't done as many with Poirot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read other Agatha Christie books, mm-hmm. but not not his series for the most part. Um, 
but from my understanding of it, like there's quite a few changes in stuff just so that they're like cinema friendly. Um, like the the character of Book, who yeah. was in the first, who was one. in the first one. Uh, Obviously, Book, wasn't in yeah, this he, one. He they brought him into this one because right. that way they didn't have to completely have all new cast. Like you still mm. had some other connections besides just mm. uh, Poirot. Uh, so he's in here, right? Uh, and, and that Benning is playing his mom, his mother. Which yeah. when she came on screen, I was like, "Man, Maggie Gyllenhaal looks terrible." <laughs> <laughs> and her, some, she does a British accent through the whole thing. Well, that's why I call her Maggie Gyllenhaal because I just feel like her she British, does bad accent. Her British, well, I didn't think her accent was that bad, but no, she does a thing with not her like voice. Army Hammer because Army Hammer was supposed to have an accent, and they were like, "Please don't." And, and well, we were supposed to. Yeah. Did you get that at all? No. I was like, no. You just don't you have sound an accent. American. Yeah, you sound like Army Hammer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You sounded like you gave Timothy Chalamet a peach to go do stuff with. Yeah. What? What did you say? To, to give Timothy Chalamet a peach. Oh, a peach. Yes. I thought you said a beach. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I was like, okay. Or, or a beach. <laughs> yes. In that movie. Yeah. They did do that too as well. So, yeah. They give a peach uh, and a beach. So, um, but Annette Benning's like, I thought her accent was okay. But whatever she was doing with it, she dropped her voice down like she an dropped octave her voice when down. she did it. So she kept yeah, she going, was... that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It was like, oh my God. She sounded yeah, she sounded like a Dick Tracy villain. She sounded like she was in slow motion. <laughs> she did sound like she was in slow motion. Like she ate poison ivy. I just was doing the Warren Beatty joke. But yeah, you, <laughs> you actually did it correctly. I knew what you were doing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, the first part of this movie goes, it's kind of slow. Like it's a slow, like it's, it's not... Up to snuff of what I think it should be. And it takes a little while to get going. Yeah. There are moments where it's like, okay, three weeks later and we're over here. Now we're over here at this hotel. Then, we, then we're finally on the boat. Yeah. When we finally get to the boat, I go, look, it's the first ever episode of Blow Deck on Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> which you, you laughed, which I was like, great. He knows what Blow Deck on Bravo is. Darn it. Now he knows. Oh, Below Bravo. Deck. Below Deck. I thought it was a different Bravo. Oh, did you say? Did you think I said no. Beige? <laughs> yeah, it's Beige. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> um, oh. the, uh, so, uh, yeah. You know, it, if I think it has some, It sets up, I mean, a whole bunch it of It has things. a little bit of pacing issue, but honestly, I think if, if you go back and watch Murder on the Orient Express... Sure, that one does too. That also has a lot of slow setup and some things but like... you're going through... I mean, it's a murder mystery. You have your, you know... Yeah. Your epilogues, your whatever. Yes. Your, yeah. What, what, what's the word I want? My brain's fog. Prologue? Yeah, not prologue, but like... Um, Monologue. Monologue. No, serendipity. Like, uh, where your brains. I don't know. Pass. <laughs> Things you hit. Pass. <laughs> the, the, uh, so. A baseball. Your wife. <laughs> Things you hit. What? You hit. I can't believe it. Oh, I can't but believe anyway, it. But, um, so, yeah, it just has some pace. Exposition. Issues. Sorry. Yeah, there you go. A lot of exposition. My God. Expository dialogue. Yes. Yes. So, but you're right, though, because we were talking about this when we were watching the movie. It's like they set it all up, and they're like, there's a scene in there where, like, Book says, this this person over here, this person, and he does it really fast. Well, 
Well, Do you know what I mean? The, the, and that's the countess, and she doesn't like who he's marrying. Yeah. And over there is the 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 brother. And you know what I mean? Well, and a lot of it's Agatha so Christie stuff that I've so read. Yeah. She does this thing where she has people come in and introduce themselves. And actually, if you like, if you're not familiar with her stuff, think yeah. of the movie Clue, where they come in and they kind of introduce themselves. But keep the secret. And right. then somebody later comes in and tells all the secrets. And tells them who they yeah. really are. Yes. Yeah. And so, but that's how Agatha Christie does it a lot of times. Where it's like, yeah. um, ah, yes, Jonathan DeFrompob. And, you know, whatever. <laughs> and like starts, oh, I haven't seen you since blah, blah, blah. Yes, well, hello. You know, yes. Marky, so the first blah, blah, blah. You're yeah, like, oh, like, so okay, like, got They it. start, yeah. they, they do introduce themselves to each other. And like mm-hmm. almost go like in a circle of introductions. Yeah. And then later, somebody else is like, well, I heard this and this. Like, So yeah. in this case, Book does it, where he goes around and talks about how each person is actually jealous but of... But it's kind of like the choreographed high school dance. Like, it's always those people that are going to end up being... You know what I mean? They don't yeah. put in... They don't put in... And that's Charles over there. Yeah. He's the janitor. Don't yeah. worry about him. Like, don't they worry. never do that. Yeah. Which I'm like, just do that for fun. Yeah. Come on. You know? He cleans up the place. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't like her. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, everyone like, hates Gal Gadot, right? So Because she's got money. She's an heiress. Yes. And he, he was originally with What's Her Bucket. I can't think of her name. Because I couldn't think of her exposition. Oh, um, um, um. Because I can't think of the actor's name. Yes. Her name. Uh, Emma McKay. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think so. She plays right. Jackie. Yes, Jackie, yeah. that's the word I was thinking. Uh, Jacqueline de Belfort. Oh, yes. And uh, they're, uh, when 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 the movie starts, they're together, right? Yes. And Perot, uh, he's like at this like jazz club watching everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, is this all the movie it's going to be? I solved a crime by sitting down yeah. at this table and witnessing everyone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well. And we get like half the cast is there. Yes. You know, yeah, that's, this, that's so, you know, surprisingly, half this cast is there. Which is always moment. how it happens. You know, with the what's her face people, like, yeah. Where we think that she's, um, like, Sister Rosetta Tharp. She seems to be modeled off of Sister like Rosetta modeled Tharp. Like, modeled after Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Salome... I was like, oh my god, this, uh, this, is this just a big exposition for uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? <laughs> you're like, no. Um. Oh, we forgot to talk about his mustache too, but well, we'll circle back yeah. to that. So, but um, uh, Sophie Okonoto, yes, who plays um, plays Salome, mm. uh, she's from uh, The Secret Life of Bees, mm. Hotel Rwanda, oh, Hotel Rwanda. Um, way early in her career, she was the princess in uh, Ace Ventura Two when Nature Calls. <laughs> yes. Um, she's done a lot of stuff, mm. and. Uh, but she plays this character who's like a jazz club musician right. uh, who's in the UK. Uh, Letitia Wright plays her niece, who's like mm. her manager, uh, Rosalind. Yeah, who falls in love with Rosalind, Book. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who fall, yeah, who falls in love with Book. Now, um, in the original story, um, Salome is a, like a... a Mystery writer, like a British. How, how mystery did you know writer. that? You hadn't read it because I, I looked it up. Oh, okay. To see what kind of differences okay. there were, because uh, I was interested. I thought okay. that can't really be, you know, whatever. 
Um, and so, yeah, they were like, yeah, she was this, but they decided to, they wanted to like change it up and I think make it not so. She was a mystery writer? Yeah. Was she was she played by Angel Lansbury? She was played by Angel Lansbury. Get out! In she the, was not uh, in the original version. Yeah, in the one with, uh, yeah. So she was Fletcher. Her it was that like was her, early, her her that was early Fletch. Of, yeah, gotcha. And her, uh, I'm trying to think, her, uh, mm-hmm. her uh, niece in that one. Mm-hmm. Is a lady who ended up, she was in a bunch of stuff, but she ended up going to be a voice actor. Oh, okay. I knew her from in the Batman, the animated series stuff. She did the voice of Talia Al Ghul, if that oh, helps anybody. That does not help. It's, I think her last name is Austerly or something okay, like that. Okay, that so, does not help. Yeah. No. That well, I know it doesn't help you, but hopefully it helps somebody else. Hey, you, does that help you? Please write us or go on to our Facebook page and let us know if that helped you. Yeah, if you grew up watching the Batman the animated series. Oh, oh, she was on the animated series. Yeah, the, I thought it was like maybe a movie. But... No, when I said Batman the animated series, you know I don't pay attention to half of what you say. <laughs> I, par- I barely pay attention to what I say. It's true, very true. I can't even get the words out. Why would I listen to you? <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's a big cast of characters, basically. Right. Um, Just like anything. And I I don't think we should get like too far into like into the weeds with it because with, people it just came out. So. It just came out right, but I think we can talk maybe about the performances and we can talk about you know, yeah what, what's going on a little bit. Yeah, the setup of it. Uh, the setup of, of, of yeah. everything at the beginning of the movie. It's it's more of a backstory of his mustache. Yeah. No. Um, Which was interesting. Agatha Christie, I guess, never really goes into a lot of Poirot backstory. Right, and that's one of the reasons why Poirot doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Because of that must No, no, I'm just <laughs> It's because it feels very disconnected to me yeah. from the audience's perspective. Yes. Like, I don't have any connection with him. But Brana does it in a way where we are feeling uh, more emotion from him. Yes. We're seeing more humor from him. And more like human moments, especially in this one, even more than uh, Murder in the Orient Express. I think yes. you get more of it in this one, which is nice, I think. Yeah. And adds a little bit more to it, to where I feel like well, more connected and, to and it. And Book being on there and actually being part I think that of helps the too. party and not just like his assistant yeah. in this, mm-hmm. I think helps to... It, before, like, I think normally... Poirot, even though he's there and he's got this like politeness and whatever, mm-hmm. he's got a divide between him and everybody else. Like it happened like that on the murder on the mm-hmm. Orient Express as well. Like he has here's Poirot and he's interacting with them, but he's not like mingled amongst them, basically. This one is a little bit different. He is. And so it's harder for him to divide himself. Yeah, from I mean it. he's a guest, but he's not a guest. And and honestly, it almost it works better I think it works for me better. because uh, then you can get the emotional aspect. I think it. so too. Um, In fact, that might be what puts this movie for me over the edge more yeah. than Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. I think this is better. In, in my opinion. Do you? Yes, I do. Um, because of the Perot and because of the... I th- be- well, Murder on the Orient Express is like... 
what we talked about where it's always the backstory of Spider-Man or Batman. Yeah, yeah. It's, where it's the same thing over and over again. If, if we all know it's a... everyone that did it. Oops, sorry. Yeah. Spoiled it for you. But it's just the same one over and over again. Yeah. This one's a little... It's still familiar to a lot of people. Yeah. But it's still not familiar. Yeah. And I think if they do do a third one, which they plan on doing it... Yes. They want to do a less familiar one, which is good because there's like 50 books of, of, of it. Right. They also wanted to extend the um this uh the universe and put miss marple and other thing and I other saw that detectives and as well start crossing them over and start crossing them over which i'm okay with that but then who are you gonna who are you gonna get but i think you can do that um and still have you know i mean brana doesn't have to he so, doesn't have to go ahead so all of a sudden like once i because i saw that too and all of a sudden I went, he doesn't oh need my... to direct all of them no know. but all of a sudden i was like oh my god now I feel like I need to be on the lookout for like, yeah. uh, and then there were none characters like, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. characters who show up in that story. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my god, are they sprinkled throughout this? Oh, like, like trying, uh, yeah, like Easter eggs. Yes, yeah. Like if there's like a character who will show up later. Yeah. yeah, I'm. You know what? Like the thing about like making a connected universe, it could be a double edged sword, and like sometimes. I think, like, the superhero ones are easy to say, like, hey, we're going to do this, right? Right. Um, when they said the we're going to... The fail of the monsters, which I really was really bummed about. Like, the Universal the Monster. The Universal Monster yeah. one. As, you know what? Like, I was all about that, and I was excited. And I hear that, like, the mummy was not good, but I'm like, guys, just keep going with it. Like, Yeah, you know, try. Like, why not? Yeah, like, just keep going from there like you're bound to have hiccups it's mm-hmm. an, it, you know even though superhero stuff was established this was a new thing yeah just keep trying dc's been trying forever oh they've only God. had one DC, big hit dc can just dc can just go pound sand like <laughs> i they you know do what they're gonna do but like marvel marvel's thing was kind of lightning in a bottle for the um, most part yes but like I think that like it's worth a but shot. I think to you could do that here more in a, in a less like grandiose way. Yeah, but you still have you have that universe already built in. Well, okay, so we it's got like, like we have things like the the monster verse, like the Godzilla verse thing, mm-hmm. like King Kong and right. those, and you know whatever's going to spin off from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I know that a while back they were going to do uh, um. Robert Downey Jr. wanted to do a Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yeah. Um, like, universe thing, which I'm not quite sure how that was supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was going to cross over with... I don't know if it was going to be, like, more uh, literary stuff, just in general crossing over, or what it was going to be. Or the Baker Street yeah. gang. Yeah. Yeah, or with, like, the irregulars, whatever. Like, right. I wasn't quite sure how that was going to pan out, but I was like, okay, interesting. I'll I'll bite. Like, mm-hmm. what's it going to be like? But I don't think that ever really panned no, out. I don't think so, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you like this better, or do you like this? I like it same? different. How's that? How's that no, for generic? Uh, no, I want a real genuine answer <laughs> from you. I want, a, I want a real moment from you. Go. I mean... Do you think the United States... <laughs> I knew you what you were doing. <laughs> no, you think it's different. Well, obviously it's different. Yosemite! Yosemite? I don't um, know what the fuck you want. 
Yosemite. Yosemite? Um, um, no, like, I think the story of this one, I think, because the other one was, was classic, you know, and they established it and they did this one. I thought the first one was so well put together. Mm. Um, but again, something I've seen before already. It has its merits, though, for something. But I thought it was beautifully done, mm. the first one. And I, like, I could watch that movie over and over. I love it. Even though mm. I know it's going to happen. I love the first one. Mm. I really do. This one, I also loved. But I loved it in a different way. Like, the setting to me, I'm like, yeah, we're on a boat in the Nile, you know, on the Nile, whatever. I mean, it's kind of like a train on a river. I don't know. I found, that, <laughs> I found like this was shot better. Yeah. I think there's more symmetricalness to it. Yes. That is synonymous with it, with him. Yes. There's a shot with him in a book where they're uh, talking on these chairs. Uh, yes. Where it, it looks on the inside or from the outside. Yeah. Looking in. Almost yeah, they're like, like a they're like woven. They're like woven yeah. deck chairs. And so yeah, you're like which looking. I really enjoyed that scene. Um, there is, there's just, there's some really good choices that he makes. This is good choices he makes in the first movie. But I think cinematically, I think he makes some great choices in this oh, movie as well. I agree. Right? I agree. That, that I think, um, because you get the creepiness of the army hammer at the beginning, right? Where he's grinding yeah. on everyone, like yeah. on the dance floor, like doing which is which, which is, is ultra awkward. Just from the, awkward. From the future, you're like, oh no. Well, yeah, it was. It's awkward if you don't if none of that stuff did come out because of the way he's dancing is very really weird and, and awkward. But anyway, um, but what I'm saying is like, I feel like he did the best that he had. Like I don't think any of these people were were going. You know, I'm gonna say these weird things and get kicked off of my movie. Right. Right. He didn't. I. You know, when he, when they cast these people, that's not what they were thinking. You know what I mean? Right. And not like I don't think anyone's giving a bad performance. Gal Gadot's maybe not the best. No. Um. In the movie, but and, and Army Hammer's fine. Like if we're gonna talk about his acting. Yeah. But um. I I think what surprised me was Russell Brand. Russell Brand did, even though I don't agree with a lot of shit that right. he's been saying. I was impressed with. His I was performance. impressed by him. Very impressed with his performance, and I was shocked that I was impressed. I don't know why. Yeah. But like you said, I was. You were like, no, that's what we need. Yeah. If you just get your act together and like just do I... stuff more serious. Yeah. Honestly, like. But the man married Katy Perry, and after that, I'm like, no. <laughs> that was your deal breaker with him. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um I you know what? Honestly, like <laughs> there were people with um who had very like there were some people where I'm like, what is that accent you're doing? Yeah, I don't think this movie necessarily um as opposed to the first movie gives the cast like in the first movie, they give them more of an opportunity to kind of shine individually. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like even uh, Johnny Depp, who's in the first movie for, you forget that he's in the first movie. Oh no, I, I remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think just in, in normal, I'm yes, just talking yeah. in general. Um, even he has a moment like in, in the first movie. Like I think that like that movie is like a showcase in acting in how a director should approach like actor actors, yes. Like, cause he's like Kevin Prada is an actor's director, right? Yes. Like, I think he, I think he is. Oh yeah. 
And I don't think that he's necessarily using that to his his, his advantage <laughs> here. I just don't think the script lets him do it too much. Yeah. Because it is the way that the script is. I don't want to give away too much because I'll give away some spoilers. Yeah. If I do. Um, but I do believe that uh, for the most part, everyone plays their part to where they're supposed to. Yes. But no one really stands out. Russell Brand a little bit. But no one stands out as much as Kenneth Branagh. Right. While, like, in the first movie, I thought he just disappeared yeah. and let everyone else yes, kind I'm of, right. like, you know. You know, although, like, I will say, um, with this one, when you're saying, like, nobody really stands out, you know, past I'm just like hitting that one moment. That's boom. But, but I don't think that should be construed for a negative, that no. nobody is really doing their thing. Like, no, everyone's doing Everyone does. And honestly, like, even more bit parts like there's uh there's a maid um oh what is her name louise um louise bourget who uh she's played by rose leslie not a big part no uh not like a like flashy part by any means but like even her thing i thought was fine like she did a good job um and was it ali fazal uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. much, but like, yes. Yes, he's he was the guy partner. who was even, in uh, even the, Victorian even, Abdul. Even Kenneth Brown's love interest at the beginning is doing, you know, it has a little bit of a moment, but it's obviously she's not part of the story. But yeah. she's even like, she's fine too as well. Everyone's here because they, they want to be in this movie. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no one doesn't want to be in this movie when you're watching it. Yes. Which is good to watch and good to see. And I think it shows, right? Yeah. Especially with the conclusion. Yes. You know, I think... Um, I think we can talk about the opening thing, too. Because it's not in the books. No, that's fine. It's... I, it's that's not going to spoil anything. Yeah. It's just as... Um, so, the, the story starts out in... It's in, like, 1914, I think it something. is. Something. Like it's in uh, France during the First World War... Um, yeah, it has to be. They yeah. are. It's uh, Halloween, actually. I think oh, was it? October thirty first. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So he, uh, the story goes like he. They get a message uh, in the trenches. <clears throat> They're supposed to go in and take uh, the the German line, mm. uh, and so they are basically they have to go take this bridge or like move their way out there, and it is. They're probably just going to get mowed down on the way because they have like no coverage, and so they're kind of given this pep talk. His uh, commanding officer is who has a Hercule Poirot mustache. Right, we're like, you're like what? <clears throat> I was like, oh, maybe he, yeah, yeah. So he uh, he has this mustache, and then we see like a young faced uh, Hercule Poirot, right. still Kenneth Branagh, but they digitally edit oh, his face. Oh yes, so yes. he looks, looks younger. That looks like Peter's friends. Yeah, like yes. Kenneth Branagh. It, it looked okay. It wasn't. No, it wasn't I didn't think it looked goofy. bad. What I'm saying is, like, it just looked like it looked like. Yeah. Um, what's the one um, where he plays a detective and it's uh, Emma Thompson? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a scissor. Dead again. Yeah, dead again. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like that. Yeah. Um. So he uh, he's looking around and he goes, "Hey, I have another plan." you know, what we can do. He's like, you know, these birds, they always come in at the same time before the wind comes in, but they're here now, which means we have about seven or eight minutes until 
you know, if we deploy the gas, it'll it'll mm-hmm. waft over there, and then we can sneak over in the gas. And so uh, he asks, begs his commanding officer to just trust him. And he's like, okay, great. And so he's, you know, agrees, and they go, they go over there. They manage to sneak up to the line. They completely take out uh, the German line. And he saves pretty much everybody. And so they're like, oh, my God, you know, this is so great. Like, we've we've done what we needed to. We saved all these lives. You know, Poirot, you're a genius. And his commanding officer goes to walk across the bridge. Right as Poirot notices that he's walking into a tripwire. And he basically blows up part of the bridge. So the commanding officer is dead. And we go to, like, a French battle hospital, field hospital. And you see Poirot laying on his side and his i guess lady love uh catherine comes in <laughs> and she's talking to him and saying like he's like i told you to stay away yeah and she's like well what, you know come on i you know i love you of course right. i'm gonna be here i heard this and this so i came to you and he basically is like you're not gonna love me after whatever or like i didn't save everybody and you know so she talks about like People change. They go through things. I think he was kind mm. of having some shell shock at that Probably. point. And she's like, think people change and go through things, but you work through it together. You know, that's part of love. And uh, he rolls over and his like cheek and like his uh, mm. upper lip are just and like part of his bottom mm. lip are just like shredded. Mm. And he's like, can you even love me with this? Because, you know, it's going to be scarred. And she says, nobody's perfect. <laughs> nobody's perfect. Nobody's she, perfect. No, but she says, no. you know what? Grow a mustache. Right. And that's the origin and you're like, story. Oh, the origin story, the mustache. <laughs> the, I was like, this is the origin story of his mustache? The whole time. That's yeah. the only reason why we just, he watches They were movie. like, what's with the mustache? And he's like, I guess I'll have to explain it. I guess it. I have to explain the mustache <laughs> now. Yeah. But he... um. Albert Finney never explained the mustache. I just figured he inherited Fuck it. Fuck you, from, people! I figured he inherited it from his CO. Yeah, the, the CO left it to him. His commanding officer left it to him in his will. Yeah, and to my, to, to Hercule Poirot, my mustache. <laughs> to my mustache, it blew off my face. <laughs> just glue it on. Yeah, just stick it right on there. Oh yes, thank you. <clears throat> I'm honored. I'm honored. Um, it's, a, it's a Belgium tradition. But I think, like, they start using that to also explain, like, why he has the need to, like, control his environment and, like... Right, he doesn't want something bad. Why he's so standoffish with people and, like... Which I get, you know, like... And they they go into... They use all this to, I think... But in this movie... Help establish some emotional Yeah, he's more human. I mean, he's flirting. He's uh, enjoying his time. Yeah. He's drinking champagne. Yeah. He's doing he's doing normal things that like he's on vacation. Yes. Even though he's not on vacation, but he is on vacation. Um, so he's they're, like they're establishing him in a good way, I think, in a way that I think is bringing you closer to him that you didn't in the first movie. Yeah. Right. You just know he's this tremendous detective. Yes. And that you should just bow down to him. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to just do that. You need to earn that. <laughs> you need to earn that mustache. Uh, you know, that's kind of a conceit of many. Like, right. you don't want to, like, start up from the beginning. I've read. No, some, I know that. No, I get I've, that, too. But, like, think about, like. Right. Um, think about how, like. Sherlock just, Holmes is Sherlock like Holmes, that. I was just going to say just starts with it. Like, yeah. we, you know, we're more learning with right. Watson about. Right, um, that's true. Right, like he he starts out telling us about his greatness. Yeah. Although, in the in book. In a way, we're kind of learning with Buck a little bit in this movie. Yes. 
Yeah. Which helps too humanize, mm-hmm. you know, bro. And, and yeah, in a way that they do have that, like Watson and, and Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. I never thought of that, but yeah, sure. Um, Go with it. But like, Run. I mean, that's kind of, we usually meet our person through our sidekick. Like that's usually like, we're just told somebody's great. And then we have somebody else who's introducing us. Like, right. I mean, think about like, I'll, I'll use a, a modern example. Sure. Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. Oh my God. I just yeah, was going to say right? that. Right. Yes. Uh, and her friend. Um, mm. Yes. Wallace. Wallace. Yeah. Yes. We learn about we her learn detectiving yeah. through Wallace. Yes. Who meets her in the first episode. Right. Because he, uh, Veronica uh, gets him down from the flagpole. Yep. 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 Who and are even, you? You know, it happens in other book things. It happens mm-hmm. all over the place. Like. It's Here's another common... example. Here's another example. Batman. Yeah. Because Veronica is Batman. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, she is. you always say. She is. Veronica Mars is Batman. <laughs> she is modern Batman. Um, no, but I get, I get what you're saying. Well, even in, even but in like, those. But, and I'm just kind of joking when I say that. But it's also like I need more of a connection. Yeah. To like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I'm going to establish that you're the best, I also need to see some vulnerability. Yes. To then go, because I need you to crash a little bit, because I need you to get scorned to come back and be all like, I will never let that happen again. Yeah. In a way, they do that a little bit with the World War One thing. Yes. Um, that that adds a little bit more to it, which is great. I like that. I, I think that it this was an appropriate movie to add that emotional piece in, though. Correct. If they did it in the first one, mm. I don't think it would have it would have taken away. Mm. I think it was this well. Plus, they had to too much it. to go on. Yeah, to explain well, it's all just that. Like it's just like with a Sherlock Holmes thing. Like you yeah. don't get right into it first. You establish mm. what his gimmick is, and then you can go into more. I am going to say that the, the beginning of this movie does it is a little slow, but then once it does pick up, it does not feel yes like it's too out. Like I thought, the last half of this movie goes by pretty quickly. Yes. I don't know if you did, but I felt it. Yeah. I, I think once I mean? once you start getting into the the meat of the mm-hmm. action, uh, so to speak, action, then yes, I think it moves along pretty mm-hmm. well. But I will say, like, even the slow parts, it's only slow because it doesn't seem like it's a lot of action. Right. But if you listen, they're setting pay attention, up. I get it. everything that you need is right there. Is right there to know what is going on. Yeah. They tell you everything, mm-hmm. but you have to listen. Um, unlike, I will say. Do you know who I, also does that? Veronica Mars? Sometimes. <laughs> uh, no, I actually prefer that to like, and I, you know, I love Sherlock Holmes, but Sherlock Holmes sometimes is really fucking cheap. Oh, I agree. Sherlock There's... Holmes will go. Uh, I noticed this and this and this and this and this, and he'll he'll go through an explanation. Yeah, it's but like, it's nothing that they even told the reader about. Like that's what I'm talking about. It's like this Ellery Queen. Like, well, how the fuck was I supposed? It's to It's like know? this Ellery Queen Jessica Fletcher thing where you're like, yes, didn't you notice that there was a pinch between his finger? So that uh, that represents all the buttons he had. Yeah. So he, the murderer has a bunch of buttons on. Duh! Didn't you see that? Well, no, I didn't see that. Well, when it gets to a visual medium, it's easier. Yeah. Because you can see some of them. Um, Even, like, Murder, She Wrote. That's what I'm saying. They don't, like... Well, they do good with that for a little bit. For a little bit, but then they're like... And then they got formulaic, and they were like, just crank it out. Just go. Just go. (laughs) Just just do it. Cross it over with Magnum P.I., whatever. Look, Tom Bosley has some words he needs to say. Other than that, just repeat the plot. Go. (laughs) 
It's true. Yeah, there's a couple. Of they do do that. that where you're just like, um, this seems like it's this one. This this is this one where she's on the boat, and you're <laughs> like, wait, I think there's a whole season where she's just on a boat, right? She's just on a boat. I swear. Maybe. And everyone keeps dying, and I'm like, okay, sure. And it's not from food poisoning. <laughs> just say. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm just yeah. like, like, what, like, how much does she get paid? Cause she's on vacation a lot. Well, she like, I know the time she they get to like she's the third like, episode, she's we written have, like, like five books. We know. Yeah. Like the third episode, she's like, my fifth book's coming out. And you're like, what? Yeah. And I, I realized that she's the got passage, some money the from her time and writing from like her the husband, writing is very from her weird. widow. Yeah. Well, anyway, I yeah. could go on and on about murder. She wrote. Yeah. It's great though, but I love it. Yeah. Well, why don't we? Should we talk about like our five? Murder She Wrote. Yeah, that's fine. Let's talk about Murder She Wrote. Uh, what do you think was the best part of this movie? Well, uh, Jessica Fletcher has this way of like being a, a Bedinsky. She, she gets in people's business, and it's really funny. Oh, um, it's hard not to uh, think that Kenneth Branagh is the best part of this movie. Yeah. Uh, which he is, but uh, shout out to the soundtrack, which we did not say. Oh, which yeah. is mostly. Sister Rosetta Tharp. And if that brings uh, more people to listen to Sister Rosetta Tharp. I hope. I really hope it does. Well, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So I say also the music. Although I love that they were taking <laughs> Sister Rosetta Tharp. Like, it wasn't even like trying to give new music to Salome Otterholm. No, no. They were just like, no. Otterborn. They're just like, no. make her sing Rosetta Tharp no. and pretend it's. <laughs> just let her lip sync Sister Rosetta. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Um, but, um, his portrayal in this movie is way better. Yeah. And there's more depth to it. And I think that, like you said, there's, it's different. Yeah. But I think it's got a little bit of an edge and I'm not saying that it's, it's better by just as much. Yeah. And it's because of Kenneth Brown. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. He does an excellent job. Um, I mean, it really is like... And the creepiness of Army Hammer is really good. <laughs> as as much as everybody Jesus. as much as much everybody does a pretty good job of playing their roles really well mm. and keeping just like their character captivating and interesting, I'm with you. Kenneth Branagh stands out hands mm. down. Um, and I've been trying to think of like... I mean the look of the settings and things like that. Yeah, they were very pretty. Like this everything is his Shakespeare. Good. He should do Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, Kenneth Branagh is definitely the the far and away the the best part of this. I think. Agreed. Um, Maybe a much to do about nothing. Or Hamlet. <laughs> a Hamlet. They both those that. are excellent. Um, but only one of them. Well. Is oh, uh, this, uh, yeah. cousins with um, or no? What which one has uh, Denzel Washington? That's much to do about nothing. That's uh, Macbeth. No, Denzel oh. Washington's much about much to do about nothing. Oh right, but he he did Macbeth. And too, then so. Denzel Washington's cousin in there is played by Keanu Reeves. Right, correct. And then uh, Michael Keaton is in that that too. Yes. Yeah. Really he's, good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, dog. That's my or, friend Amber. That's one of her favorite. Yeah, he's that's uh, a that's Kenneth Branagh. Dogberry or whatever. When he was with uh, Emma Thompson. Yes, it was because mm. she. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you think this movie stands on its own? Yeah, it's weird. It does. 
Yeah, except book. We have to, we, like, if you don't remember book from the first movie, you just assume that he's just a friend that he knows. Well, yeah, right. So, I mean, I but guess. But even then, like, but, but it would be like anything fine. else. But then it would be like a regular murder mystery where you're just, like, yeah. expected to know that. Right. Like, yeah. how many times, like, does Jessica Fletcher have, like, well, um, I'm visiting my nephew. How many yeah. family members I'm, do you have, Jessica Fletcher? Yeah, I'm here with my nephew, uh, River, or, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. <sighs> Um, yeah, the, uh, so I think it does. Yeah. I, I mean, think the only, they make reference to the, at the end, because they talk about a murder in, in, on the Nile. They don't say death. Do they? Do you, uh, no. They just say like a case on the Nile. Yeah. Do you, do you notice though that they, I think they were like, oh shit. Because in the, right. Um, I think in the book. He's not with them mm-hmm. when the murder happens. Oh, okay. He joins them later. Okay. Because he's on a different boat when it happens. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so I think what they did was did you... like they thought, let's make this a through thing, and go from one to the next. Right. That's what I'm thinking. And then they went. Oops. Oh, yeah. But but you know what? Other movies done that too. Like I think about uh, Batman. Uh, was it the uh Batman Begins? Yeah. Uh at the end they allude to the Joker. Yeah. But when Dark Knight rises or Dark Knight happens. I guess like, the only thing in this movie that you might get confused about is that he does have two perfectly made eggs. And that's the big running joke in the first movie. Yes. He has them when he's uh you know, looking at the when he finds book and when he's, he's looking, looking at the pyramid. Yeah, when he's looking at the pyramid. Yeah. And you yeah. need to know he's a sweets junkie. Yeah, that's and, it. But he's got OCD about it. Like, he has to have an even number of them. Yeah. So he can arrange them in a triangle. Yeah. But really, that's just a, you know, that's a monk, you know, whatever yes. thing. Yeah. You know so what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's a, a thing that... Character quirk. Character quirk, whatever. You don't really need the first movie, so I think it does. Yeah. I mean, I think it should, because it's a different mystery. It's not like... To be continued into yeah. the next movie. But again, like... You know, Dune. Right, right. <laughs> but, you know, like, it's those things, like, again, another tradition is just, like, making your detective have foibles with stuff. Like, he's got his OCD kind of yeah. aspects, whereas, like, um, in the, the Sherlock Holmes books, like, uh, Watson regularly comments on things where he's like, what the hell, you didn't know that? Mm. Like... Uh, at one point, like Holmes was like, wait, the earth revolves around the sun. And they're like, yes. And he's like, for real. Yeah. And they're like, well, you didn't know that. And he's like, well, why would I need to? I don't care about that. Right. Stuff's here on earth. Right. Or like Booth and Bones. When he's like, oh, Bones, you don't know uh, pop culture. And she's like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know Star Trek. Yeah. But it's, but you know, that's also a way of humanizing because you're going, it's humanizing and simultaneously Detaching. Right, or Castle or Beckett, where like uh, Beckett's like, oh, I hate you, and Castle's like, I hate you too, and like they're like, eh, eh. and then uh, she leaves the show. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> does this make you want to watch the first one? Absolutely, it makes me want to watch the first one. I right. love the what he's doing with this, mm-hmm. and I love, and like you great. said, I can watch it over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, what time is it? I want to watch it now. 
Let's do it. No, yeah. okay. I also like it makes me also want to watch. I'll go queued up. You finished it. Go <laughs> well, finish this up. <laughs> it makes me want to watch the Peter Ustinov ones too. Um, it was Albert Finney in the in uh, Orient Express, wasn't it? It wasn't. Well, Peter uh, Albert Finney did. Was he in both of them? Mm, Albert Finney was in. We're going to look. Mm-hmm. Good, because I made an Albert Finney reference before, which <laughs> went over your head, but maybe because you didn't know. That's but, you know, you know, you have flaws. Like, some people don't know the Earth is flat or round or whatever, or that uh, Star Trek references or whatever. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I'm just kind of wasting time so you can look it up. Who was in uh, the original Murder on the Orient Express? Well, the okay, so the 1974 Murder on the Orient Express mm-hmm. was Albert Finney. There you go, thank you. But Death on the Nile, Death on the Nile was Peter Ustinov. Is Peter Ustinov? Yeah, cats have three names. Captain Mark. <laughs> um, yeah, Peter Ustinov's in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, They're a fancy name. Elizabeth, uh, Olivia Hussey. They named the born Rosalie on that one. That's what I was trying to think of earlier. And the name they're giving. <laughs> but it's, you know, um, it makes me want to watch the Peter Ustinov or Albert Finney ones. Like those older ones. Mm, maybe. What about the PBS show? Um, I hear some of them are good. Mm. And I hear that like there's at a point where it's, it becomes like Murder, She Wrote. Where they're mm. like, crank them out, boys. <laughs> Do it. Let's just keep going. Do it. Make him eat waffles. He's Belgium. <laughs> He's Belgian. He's always got waffles He's in the pocket. Yep. Uh, Give him chocolate bars and make sure that he puts them in a triangle. <laughs> Belgium chocolate. Perfect. Um, there also is an Alfred Molina one, Murder on the Orient Express. What? Yeah. Is that uh, TV? I don't know. Good question. TV. <laughs> How many times are they going to make that movie? They do not need to make that movie. Again, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you don't need... A Spider-Man movie where we see him get bit by the spider. We know what it happens. Was, it was a TV movie. It's a TV movie. Who was who was in it? Uh, it is. Let's see. Alfred Molina as sure. Hercule Poirot. Sure, that makes that's a good one. That Meredith makes. Baxter as Mrs. Oh, Caroline not Bernie. But that was her Meredith Baxter. Yeah, it was just Meredith Baxter. Wow, was she puking on the train? Probably. Okay, anorexia or something. Yeah, and then a bunch of other people. Was this Lifetime? No. Well, she was always, she was a lifetime person. I don't think it, I don't think it aired okay. on that. Let's see. Oh, it was probably like TB, TNT or TBS or something like that. Yeah. I think I remember this. Uh, I don't know where it aired. It's just this TV movie, but mm. it doesn't say. We're going to try and find it. We're going to find it. We're going to find it. And we're going to watch it and be bored by it. <laughs> and we're going to make millions of Family Tides references. Because Meredith Baxter was in it. No one else? Just those two. Just just a powerhouse duel of uh, of, of, Leslie, of him Leslie, and Meredith Baxter. Leslie Carone. Oh, Leslie Nina, Carone. Okay. Nina Alvarado. Uh, Amira Kassar as okay. Helena, Helena Von Strauss. Tasha Vascon, Vasconcelos as Vera. I feel like this is a Russian movie. No. Okay. William, uh, Adam James, Dylan Smith, Peter Strauss. Oh, Peter Strauss. Yeah. Uh, 
Fitz Fritz Wepper. Oh yeah, you know he he, he created the Weber Grill. Wepper. Yeah, the Wepper Grill. It's an off-brand Wepper. <laughs> yes, it's an off-brand Wepper Grill. Uh, Kai Weisinger and Natasha Whiteman. Yeah, he's part of the Weisenheimers. Yep. There you go. <laughs> you got it. I got it. I, I yeah. Oh, gee, I, I bet you I can uh, I can solve the crime on that one. Anyway, what's our next question? <laughs> we digressed. Uh, reboot, continue, or cancel? Keep going. I agree. Vast universe, go. Do it now. Yeah, I'm interested in how they would do that. Yeah. And not make it like. Yeah. Is is the Charlie Chang movies or is that? Did is you that, write Charlie Chan? I don't know. I don't I'm think just, so. You don't think so? Okay, I just didn't know. I know it was Miss Miss Marple. And um, some no. other ones. No, it's Earl something. Oh, Earl Durbiggers. Okay, he wrote Charlie Chan. So I didn't know. I was trying to think of like, there's a movie called uh, Murder by Death, that parodies a bunch of, right? You know, and they parody a bunch of Agatha Christie. So I didn't know. She, like I got all not all Agatha Christie. They're not all, but I'm just saying. Like I didn't yeah. know if if that was. Uh, but besides Miss Marple and and Perot, what's the other big? Uh, uh, well, you have. Uh, I'm trying to think what would go in it. Right. Um, I mean, really, those are her two big detectives. Oh, is but then Nick and Nora are they? Nick and Charles Nora? and whatever. I don't know. Their infinite playlist. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! I knew you were gonna say that, kid. I knew it. Well, she has plays and stuff too. Oh yeah, like Mousetrap. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, so she has stuff. Um, yeah, and then there yeah. were none. Uh, Tommy and Tuppence, which I think that they um, they fed those birds in Mary Poppins. <laughs> Tuppence? <laughs> Two pens? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Poro and Marple are Lemon. probably the biggest. Mrs. Hubbard? Yeah. Um, some other people probably from, well, I mean, you have, I mean, you have detectives and stuff like that and other non, you know, Poirot and Marple stories. That's too. true. But, but like, and then there were none is just encapsulated to one story. So like you can involve them. That's true. Is it gonna, and uh, I mean, and we saw they, they did that through a British miniseries a couple of yes. years ago, which is really good, which is really good. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, that could be another one where we just have a bunch of people and then it gets delayed and then a pandemic happens. And then, <laughs> and then all 10 of them then are all ten of the And then we're cast just, members. Then we're just rooting for people we're, to get we're, murdered. We're like, oh no. Okay. <laughs> that might be actually better. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what's your last question? Well, in case you're wondering, I would continue it as well. well. I wasn't wondering about that. <laughs> oh. You said, uh, you said that you wanted then, to. Yeah. Two words. Some of your experience in two words. Oh, well, you don't want it because I cut you off. I'll let you go that first. Was so sweet of you. <laughs> so sweet of you. Actually, do you want me to go first? Uh, uh, open deck. Open deck? Yeah. Like an open deck. Like a, he's opening up like more emotion. Okay. With Perot, right? Yeah. Like he's exploring like more. Like open book? Or open deck because he's on a ship. 
Is that the phrase? Open well, deck? Poop deck is. I thought open poop deck, deck would be too. Poop deck. Poop deck is my two words, okay? <laughs> poop deck. Because it's awesome. But it doesn't smell like shit. No. No, you should watch this movie. <laughs> Go ahead. What are your two words? Um, Good sequel. <laughs> oh, good sequel. <laughs> I going to say it every yeah, time. Hey. Good sequel. Good times. <laughs> they, um, I think I would say... Uh, Intriguing, intriguing twists. So basically, you just use a thesaurus for good times. What intriguing, intriguing twists? twists? That's not good. Sequel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there's like a lot of like. There's some good twists that the, that keep you going. Yeah, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, agreed. Yeah, and there's like they do some good things, just like with just like with Murder on the Orient Express, where like they leave the train a little bit, like they mm-hmm. don't go far, but they do a little bit. And I think, like, there's enough twists to, like, keep you interested. Like, I did kind of guess, you know, mm. who ultimately the murderer uh, was. Oh, in this movie? Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, but it was twisty enough to where I was like, ooh, is this person involved? Is this person involved? And right. You were to, checking like... you were to see who else was involved. And you weren't necessarily right on everyone that was involved. Correct. You were, but you got most of what was happening. Yeah. If, you know. Yes. You know. Yeah. 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 And if you guessed French and Saunders, you would be correct, bitches. Correct. They're ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> they laughed her to death. They did. Ah, ha, ha. All right. Uh, Jeremy, where can people find us? At home. They can. Where else? <laughs> uh, you can find us at uh, thedeucepodcast.podbean.com. Uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, um, really anywhere you can, most of the places you get like your uh, podcatchers. Um, you can also find us on Facebook uh, on uh, the Deuces page and then uh, at Deuce Podcast on Twitter. There you go. This movie is streaming, like I said, on Hulu, HBO Max. And if you bundle it up, it might be on Disney Plus. Why would it I'm be not for Disney? sure. I don't know if it's on Disney Plus. Why well, it says be... if you bundle it up, maybe it's through the Hulu thing. May- yeah, probably. So there you go. Yeah, because Hulu, ESPN. I don't want to be a commercial for, for all that. Unless it's like through FX. So also, which <laughs> be, it will be on FX later on, like in a couple, you know, a couple of years. It'll be on FX <laughs> and <it'll> play nonstop. <laughs> it'll play nonstop on a Saturday at like. Two in the afternoon. <laughs> it will. One afternoon. You just watched Death on the Nile, followed <laughs> up by Death on the Nile. Next up, Death on the Nile. <laughs> oh, then we'll, we'll switch it up with Murder on the Order Express, followed by Murder on the Order Express. Okay. I'm going to leave it on that note. And also, Josh Gad is a human beagle boy. And remember, the sequel is king. You leave Josh Gad alone.
And I can understand the bees. Sister, I can even understand why a rat eats cheese. I can understand my dog. And I can understand your cat. Well, fill me full of rhythm. Can you understand that? I got you shout. covered, sister. Sister, shout. Hallelujah. Shout. Sister, shout. Hallelujah. Shout. Sister, shout. 